0: This is Shay. This is tay And this is Streaming While Black Presents Tamar Get Your Life. And this is episode four. Do you remember the name of this episode?
1: I don't. But
0: um, mm-hmm. I forgot. Probably because the episode was kind of meh. <laughs> it, it, it was episode Caught in the Middle. Caught in the Middle. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, as always, we Go over the highlights we do not go in order there are spoilers because your asses really should be involved in this okay so yeah. <laughs> so say what did you think about the episode yeah,
1: yeah it, it was kind of meh meh <laughs> nah. um it i mean it was all right i mean it kind of answered some things for me and kind of did not
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i mean it wasn't as juicy as the last one, I put it that way. Like, I just,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it didn't really lead me nowhere. Yeah. Like, last episode, I could wait for this one. Now, yeah. I'm like, um, oh, okay, where are we going now? Right. You know?
0: And I misspoke last episode, so my bad. But we have two more episodes to go before we actually end. And um, in terms of how I felt about this episode, if you were paying attention earlier, nah it just, it wasn't that good of an episode for me. Um, and probably because it wasn't, it didn't have that true trashy, messy ass reality TV essence that we have come to learn and love. And I think if anything, this episode was probably a better look for Tamar in, in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. um, But other than that, it was a met episode. I mean, you could literally have just skipped this episode and we probably wouldn't have missed a damn thing, to be truthful. That's my take.
1: Mm.
0: All right. So what didn't you like about the episode?
1: Um good question i mean i guess i i don't feel like there's still i mean i feel like i got a resolution about david and goldie but then i feel like i still didn't get one if that makes any sense because last episode they're Mm warring, and this episode they had a conversation but Mm -hmm. i still i still felt like it was lacking i guess Mm -hmm. in the sense i felt like it was maybe we don't have enough footage i don't know i just feel like there's something missing there
0: do you think it's editing for the trailer they had us fucked up yes Mm -hmm.
1: yes because i was definitely expecting something way different Mm -hmm. not necessarily more explosive but just more of getting in depth about why david has such a big big issue with things Mm -hmm. and you know I, i i probably that would be the only thing like i don't i don't feel like that's really developed as much as i would have liked to be seen
0: yeah I, I would agree with you um i don't like the way that this was edited it was it was shitty editing like i mean reality show editing is not the greatest to begin with but this was really shitty like i'll give you an example there was a part in the episode where tamar was actively trying to where she actively did put the dog up and then like not even two minutes later you see the dog running in the background. And <laughs> granted, this is probably not that big of a deal, but I edit the, I edit these things. So I know certain things is hard to edit out and certain things ain't hard to edit out. I'm pretty sure that Mona Scott Young's production team could have edited this shit out, wow. okay? Like, c- come the fuck on. Like, some, give us some co- continuity. Yeah. You know what i'm saying so because like if you're watching a scene and then you see something furry go run past and they off in the background frolicking and shit it's hard for you to focus <laughs> on what's in the <laughs> forefront you know what i'm saying right so i didn't like that i didn't like the editing um i didn't like how they were making it into this the situation into a bigger situation and what it needs to be and A lot of the problems that I had with this episode deal with Goalie, so and David, but mostly Goalie. Which I, if you had asked me last week, who I would have had major problems with, it still would have been David.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So it
0: kind of surprised me that, like, when I look at my notes, you know, there's some David shit in here, but there's definitely some a big question about Goalie. So you want me to transition? Yeah, like
1: okay, I'm because I'm interested to see like what.
0: Okay. the 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 resounding and that's probably the wrong word so don't sue me but the ever-present question i had throughout the whole fucking episode is that why the fuck is goalie there all the fucking time Mm -hmm. like seriously like okay if dream work is what you do and you're known for it and you got all these famous people in your circles how come tamar can't make fucking appointments like everybody fucking else why are you hanging out like a fucking intern I don't mm. understand. Or like it. a
1: life coach or something. Yeah,
0: like e- but even life coaches, you make a fucking appointment. You know <laughs> what I'm I mean, saying? Like you don't. I mean, Goldie is going out of town with them. She's off in the background, like a part of the entourage. And I'm like, bitch, you only dare to interpret or guide through dreams which that's a whole different topic that we, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we'll both jump yes. into, mm-hmm. but she's there all the fucking time and I don't understand. Now, here's something that you probably don't know. So from last episode, we did get some comments from you. So I appreciate anybody and everybody who's commenting and engaging appreciate with it. us on the channel.
1: Yes, indeed. So
0: someone said that, well, Tamar physically actually hired goalie. All right. Now, here in the 21st century, in 2020, people say a lot of shit that don't be true, mm-hmm. especially on reality TV. Now, I know what Tamar said. I know what they're showing us. Do I believe that Tamar was just like calling Bradley Cooper some damn body like, hey, do you have a dream coach? Right. <laughs> for, you know, i heard good things about this goalie. I don't think so. Tamar doesn't strike me as that type of person where she's looking for a dream coach. She strikes me as that type of person where somebody made a suggestion and, and she, she agreed went with to it. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm under the impression, and I could be wrong because it's an impression. Right. But I'm under the impression that goalie was really recommended by production.
1: Exactly. That's, that's what I'm getting way. from
0: this. And because she's in like every fucking episode since so she's been introduced, mm-hmm. that's what I'm rolling with. And then like her when she gets all out bent out of shape and shit because of how this is being filmed and edited and how she's being perceived and i'm like oh this is definitely a production situation because anybody else any other professional would have fucking left
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you know what i'm saying like that's that's what i thought I changed
1: the, yeah changed the dynamic a little bit
0: yeah that's what i thought was weird um i don't again why the fuck is she there <laughs> why is she there all the time i don't understand so yeah, like, I, I'm not, I'm not a goalie fan. I'm not a fan of this whole situation because, and I'm not, I'm not a fan because she actually proved my point when she had her conversation with David. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause like, I wasn't opposed to the dream work, but I wasn't fully invested in it. And it doesn't have anything to do with my spirituality or any Christian leanings or anything like that. It was solely her behavior. At first, I'm like, okay, you know, their first session. Okay, you know, that seems very professional. Seems very interesting where they're going to go. And then every session after that, for me, it's just like, I think you're a quack. I don't know why you're a quack. haven't put my finger on it just yet, but I think you're a quack. And then she has the conversation with David, and I'm just like, oh, that's why you're a quack. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's my take on goalie. What do you think?
1: Well, okay, first of all, I think we also discussed at some point whether or not she actually was licensed or had some type of certification other than the fact that she has this long list of people that she worked with. Mm -hmm. Um, I also was a Goldie fan until I kind of feel that she's kind of overstepping. I feel that, and and I think we're kind of saying the same thing, I feel like this particular service should be provided in an office Mm -hmm. that can be undisturbed you know so that you can actually do the work for an hour or however long it takes for the particular Mm -hmm. thing that way you don't have because it seems like it's supposed to be really intense and very personable Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't really i feel like this is a part that she should have been going to an office
0: Mm -hmm.
1: having her session and then Mm -hmm. they do a recap after the session Mm -hmm. not it be at your house where you have all the, and and Goldie even said, there's so many distractions, like they can't even do it, and I feel also, and I'm not necessarily justifying, but I feel like every time, the reason why we see her so much is because she's supposed to be having these sessions, and she can't get through it, because there's all these other things Mm -hmm. that are unscheduled that are still happening while they're trying to have these things, Um, and then the other thing, so when they were talking to David, like Mm -hmm. I get the whole, That, you know, you shouldn't bring the Bible into this because it's not what it's it's supposed to be about. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when you are a professional and in your particular craft, you should be able to sit and clearly explain something Mm -hmm. to someone in terms that they can understand, especially if you're a professional.
0: I agree. You should be able to explain what it is that she does and she had a hard time doing that and then she got offended about the whole Christianity aspect of mm-hmm. it and so like I see what she's saying with it because like with psychology period it's a science mm-hmm. so it's going to have it, it's it's not going to align with Christianity no. most things don't most things science based do not align with Christianity mm-hmm. however I thought it was kind of not necessarily strange but i thought it was odd that she took such she was so offended by him bringing it up and Mm -hmm. i'm like if you did your research on tamar you would know that this was going to be a thing and it was something that you should address should have addressed like your first meeting or whatever but I don't think you did your research on Tamar. I don't really care so much about David, but like at least with Tamar, because if you are a fan or at least you know her history, you know that they were raised very heavily in the church. Yes. So that should have been when you knew that you were taking her on as a client, that should have been something that's it, something should have said to you. You should have been hey, prepared. Yes. You might have to talk about this mm-hmm. and explain how this is not in how this is not challenging her Christianity beliefs. Exactly. Um, and I didn't really care for her her using twerking as an example. Now, if you pay attention to Tamar's face. <laughs> if You no, not her face, but if you pay attention to Tamar's routine on stage. Oh,
1: okay,
0: yeah. Tamar has a very mature woman stage presence. It's in the middle of, it's like, it's it's like there's like Beyonce on this end and Patti LaBelle on this end and Tamar is in the <laughs> middle of that. I say that to say that I don't feel like anything that Tamar did was twerking, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like Tamar twerks, right? So I I was kind of offended by that because she was just like, well, how can you twerk and you're supposed to be a Christian? And then I'm like, yeah, that that's not the same thing. Like, You can still believe in God and practice, but certain things don't necessarily have to correlate and make you a hypocrite now if we want to talk about hypocrisy mm-hmm. tamar her drinking and being christian that's a little hypocrisy that's that's the better example because tamar acts like she like a real good drink and i'm not bad at her for that not at all is that something that i would expect from the daughter of a pastor absolutely (laughs) see
1: okay i grew up in the church i know preacher's kids and i completely expect it because we know as well anyone that grows up in the church Mm -hmm. knows that the preacher's kids are the freakiest and they have the biggest attitudes and everything so it's not too Mm far-fetched um what i was going to actually jump on and say is okay i get that David is trying to protect her soul and don't want her to get manipulated. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, y'all are drinking and fucking. That is completely Mm -hmm. against y'all been in a relationship for 18 months and y'all been fucking. So that's completely against uh, Mm -hmm. the the rules and the bylaws. That's what's (laughs) weird.
0: Y'all fornicated. Right,
1: y'all fornicated. So that (laughs) goes off. That goes off. I feel like that kind of, that I could see if they were divulged. I feel I I I could see if they were like really like if we saw episodes where they're getting ready to go to church and yeah, stuff like that. Then I could believe the struggle.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I feel like it was just a a battle that almost is kind of like fabricated. Yeah. You know, they needed something to make it juicy, and I feel also like that's the reason why Goldie's there because Goldie's the biggest. She's the biggest. Op- also, Goldie. Okay. Let me know if you got this, and I want to hear from y'all, too. Okay. Do you think, who's the biggest manipulator in the situation? Is it David or is it Goldie? Because they're both trying to manipulate. I see it. Do you see it? Do you see any manipulation going on in there?
0: I I think every, well, I think I said it last episode, that everybody's manipulating this whole situation. Mm -hmm. Um, If we're talking about, like, who's the bigger manipulator, I think it's a tie between David and Mona um, in terms of like manipulating Tamar. Oh. I just, she said some things that really stood out for me. Like what? When they introduced David, I got the impression that he was a finance guy for real. Like he knows how to grow wealth. You know, he ain't no bum. Right. Okay. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. So, but she said something that, that made me think, huh. So she said that when she met David that he was bragging about the fact that he went to Walmart and bought like 25 shoes for $300 and he thought that that was just, you know, a really good deal. Mm -hmm. Now, that's just some cheap nigga shit. Like, straight up. That's just fucking cheap. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for him to be bragging about something like that. Especially... Like, okay, yeah, it's a deal, but then you have to think about, it's Walmart, so the quality's probably not there. Yes, you paid $300 for 25 pairs of shoes. How long are you going to have those pairs of shoes?
1: Or is it the reason why you have 23 pairs of shoes is because you bought multiples 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 <laughs> of about five of them because you know that you're going to wear the fuck out of those. Right. so Right. And then also picking back on the wealth, comment and this is just my my opinion my mm-hmm. thought process if i am wealthy i'm not going to walmart to spend 20 to spend a, a whole lot of money on 23 personal shoes i am probably going to go and i'm i probably even might might even type into like a wholesaler or something like that mm-hmm. like i would go i would find a way to kind of get it maybe even directly from the source opposed to going there because to me you're beyond walmart at this mm-hmm. point you know what i'm saying you you mm-hmm. wouldn't brag about that Mm-mm. you would be more more so you would probably say something more of i've i've talked to a wholesaler and i got a deal on 200 pairs of shoes that i'm getting ready to put on the market mm-hmm. now that's the kind of information right. i was expecting right. to hear not that i went to walmart and paid 300 yeah. for 23 pairs of shoes at walmart quality yeah
0: that just kind of rubbed me the wrong fucking way and then um piggybacking off of david we get to find out where david is from
1: mm-hmm.
0: i was because i'm so sick of hearing that motherfucker say i'm, I'm african african, african. Mm-hmm. i'm, <laughs> african.
1: I'm
0: <laughs> african he's a nigerian now
1: mm-hmm. wish we kind of had suspicions of him we being did. Mm-hmm. we did
0: i probably edited it out in the episode that i referenced it because it probably didn't sound like it was going to be a good look <laughs> but yeah, I, I I did think that he was Nigerian, and so I have a theory about that. Y'all can drop down in the comments and probably drag me if you want to after this comment. I don't care because I know I ain't shit, but it's my okay. experience these days with Nigerians <laughs> are is that a lot of times they are not as proud to be Nigerian as they used to because, unfortunately, with a lot of people, Nigerian is synonymous with scammer, so... I could understand him not wanting to celebrate the fact that he's Nigerian because of that fact, if that is in fact, the reason why mm-hmm. he doesn't just say he's Nigerian, but it used to be when you met Africans, at least when I was out here in these streets, and and I used to date <laughs> Africans, they would probably tell you where they were from, especially Nigerians. So I thought that that was kind of interesting, but then at the same time, you know, who also does that vague, uh, ethnicity nationality shit anyone from the Middle East they do that shit too like if they're from Pakistan they don't tell you that they're from Pakistan they just say that they're from the Middle East if they're Saudi they don't tell you yeah I never
1: really noticed that yeah but it's true now that I think about it
0: something else that David did or said and I was just like oh you got plans so he was just like, "Well, I don't want anything to upset Tamar, me, Logan, or our unborn child." And I'm like, oh. "Right,
1: I caught that too." He's and I was like, like "Was he,
0: Oh, is,
1: is is she pregnant? Wait, wait, wait was, a minute, hold, the fuck on." I don't think she's
0: pregnant, but I think he got a plans. Research.
1: But yeah, well, he had plans. <laughs> he had, yeah, he had yeah, plans.
0: Because as far as I know, they are still not together. Right.
1: But he, she, he really tried to explain. He didn't explain like,
0: that right though either.
1: No. But still, but still, like just the details that you got as a professional, yeah. as someone that's in the psychology world, you should have been able to actively listen yeah. and be able to kind of figure out. And then they also have a way with words. Yeah. Uh, what psychologists do you know that don't have a way with words?
0: One that's not one that's one that's not really a psychologist. Like she's F- like. So let's let's clear that up. She's never said. That she's a psychologist Mm -hmm. or a psychiatrist. She's never said that she has any type of credentials. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we just—I'm not trying to get sued because I ain't got shit for y'all to sue Mm me for. But, (laughs) but (laughs) she's never said that. But at the same time, she's not—she's not putting forth. Like I keep saying, that she's not putting forth that professionalism to be able to explain herself and to be able to effectively communicate Mm -hmm. with David about what she does and Mm -hmm. to address his concerns, right? Um, my problem with David is, is that, is it, do, is it because you really care? Is it because of the things that you've really seen in your country? Or is it, you are afraid of what your people are going to say?
1: I think it's a combination of the, of the two. I feel like it is genuine. He has a genuine fear because he's from Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I also feel like because of what they've been through I guess in that that particular region like I feel like it's because it, they, they're very prideful mm-hmm. so he it, I feel like in his head is like my mom cannot find out that my almost wife mm-hmm. is practicing witchcraft mm-hmm. my mom's gonna have a fit mm-hmm. and I think that's where that kind of comes mm-hmm. from um and then he kind of he kind of he kind of cornered her, her in this conversation I don't know if you caught it but he was like so you how does this dream thing work and then he was like you interpret the dreams right that part. and that's why i was like that's kind of where i was like okay i'm back on david's side mm-hmm. because you got a point there she and when you and if anyone's actually kind of looked at the, the definition of this dream work and the person that's supposed to be administrating this tr- this treatment you are not supposed to lead in the way mm-hmm. that she was leading mm-hmm. and so that's kind of had me hop on david's side because yeah that's how i asked you do you see the manipulation yeah there? because she definitely you can definitely see that and right. you can see and how she interprets some of these dreams mm-hmm. how she's kind of manipulating it yeah you know what i mean um because so that's even, what you
0: meant yes okay. because
1: even in a point because you i don't know if we said this in the last episode but there is a battle David's trying to get rid of Goldie, and now Goldie is trying to get You're rid of, of David. Him. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to this concert that she did mm-hmm. with Tatrick Hall. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm a big fan of Tatrick.
0: How did I know that she was gonna be a big fan? I knew. I've heard of him in passing, and when I saw who it was, because I remember before the show aired, I remember reading some things that said that she was doing a show with Todrick Hall. Mm -hmm. I had to Google him because I know who he was. Oh, and so. um Uh,
1: When we get done with this, I'm gonna let you see a couple. Wasn't
0: he off of um Drag Race? He was on RuPaul's
1: Drag Race, yes, but. That wasn't the reason why he was famous. He's he actually does like choreography right, things right. like that. He's also choreographed on RuPaul's Drag Records mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. So he's really big. Mm-hmm. Um and then I, I believe he does like a lot of recordings. Like I know his Oz album, I think it was, was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, like <laughs> he's very respected, I guess, in some way in the the, the gay community, mm-hmm. if you will, as an entertainer. He's mm-hmm. great. Um his Outfit that he went on stage in was amazing.
0: About the cups?
1: Yes, that cut <laughs> everything to me. Everything. I said, yeah, Damn. I
0: Okay, I wasn't that excited, All but right. I was. I was just like, you know what? Golf class.
1: Okay. Because you have no I choice. I've never seen you anything no like choice. that
0: before, and I was just like, okay, I'm feeling where you, you know, as a drinker, I am feeling where you come from. Represent. So. I'm I will say this, not really knowing too much about him, he he, he looks like he puts on a show, and he what does. I like most about it is, is that he told you flat out, I don't have no label. Mm-hmm. I don't have nobody behind me. I'm mm-hmm. doing this all by myself, mm-hmm. and I think for him to be a one-man show or a one person show, because I don't know what his pronouns are, I thought he did a, I, I thought they did a damn good job, mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. Straight the fuck up. Um, and he also
1: kind of inspired Tamar. Did you yeah. hear what she said? Yes. He was like, she, she was like, he has absolutely nothing. He's completely doing it on his yes. own. And look what he produced. Mm-hmm. She walked out on mm-hmm. that stage mm-hmm. and she saw that it wasn't a background, but mm-hmm. an actual set. Mm-hmm. Honey,
0: mm-hmm. yes. Um, and this, this also ties into the fact that, again, we're shown that Tamar is a true performer through mm-hmm. and through we never saw her get stressed mm-hmm. we never saw her get bent out of shape like she she looked at tide trick setup and said you know what i need to step my game up yep. she didn't like start getting depressed or anything she was just like okay cool mm-hmm. They did the quickest sound check ever in life. Do I really think they did a fucking sound check in four minutes? Absolutely not. No. They edited that shit they for did. suspense. They did, but because that she no. she works very well when it comes to performing under pressure. And I like that they're showing that. Mm-hmm. I thought that again, they really showed her in a way better light this it did. episode. They did. And I don't think that they meant to do that. Because what I've got from all four episodes so far is, look at this train wreck that is Tamar. This is what we production had to put up with. Mm -hmm. Tamar fucking crazy. That's what... Those are the vibes that I've been getting Mm -hmm. from the last four episodes. But it's like, you can only do so much with the material that you're given. And I think that like everybody else, you know, Tamar has her ups and downs. She's a little kooky. Everybody is. But... To me, this is a true testament of who she is.
1: Mm-hmm. She get
0: on that damn stage and leave everything else behind. Yeah. So I, I like that. Um, what I what I thought was strange and it was very telling in this particular scene was it was telling about the control that David has on Tamar. Because she said some things to give give you the impression that. Yeah, David don't like you. And because David don't like you, I'm getting ready to treat you like you not there. And I thought that was very a a very controlling thing to that too and And I didn't like that. That made me
1: feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. Especially if you calling her your friend or whatever. She paid her. Dust mm-hmm. sitting there with David, she did. and I thought, and and you can see that she. I mean, she even said it. She caught what was going on, mm-hmm. and that wasn't right. That mm-hmm. really was like shade to like the tenth power because she. They literally paid her dust.
0: Now here's a, here's something that kind of rubbed me the wrong way with goalie in that moment. There was a lot of gushing. You're so beautiful, and you're yeah. so talented. And I was like, why, I'm not even Tamar, and I'm fucking uncomfortable.
1: That and that's why I said, the, who's the biggest manipulator? Mm-hmm. Because that's something that people do. Yeah. When you're trying to manipulate yeah. the situation,
0: or you're trying to be a part of the in crowd, you're trying to be a part of the high yeah. garage. Yeah. But see, Tamar don't got money like that, so that's why I'm like.
1: And then they, because like, <laughs> she, because they were talking about the set and the stage, and mm-hmm. you know, she was like, "Yeah, that costs money." Mm-hmm. And, and from what I was getting, that that costs money. And David's like, "What you talking about money for?" You know what I'm saying, and then, and then Tamar was like, "Well, that's my rich boyfriend." I'm like, "The fuck was that all about?"
0: Yeah, that was like a really weird, weird, awkward. Because what I got from that is, is that I think Tamar was trying to be sarcastic with the whole "that's my rich boyfriend" because mm-hmm. let's keep it 100. David ain't got that old Tamar invents money. I don't. I don't think so. I don't know how much money David got, but nothing about David says that he had the money that Tamar used to have.
1: Mm -mm, Nothing about him
0: says that. Buying
1: 23 pairs of shoes at Walmart.
0: No, No, not. Nothing about that. Not the way he carries himself, not the way that he speaks about things. But one thing that I do know is, is that sometimes when you don't have it like that, or you feel in some kind of way, you don't want to talk about money. Mm -hmm. Now, I think that because Tamar is a performer, and stage presence and, and, and props and how your whole act is going to look, you have to talk about money. You have you to talk about budgets. So I thought that was kind of weird that he was just like, well, what are you talking about money for? When he knows that she's trying to do this comeback mm-hmm. and she's doing shows, you kind of have to talk about that. You do. Unless, of course, he's trying to say, hey, why are you talking about that around Goalie? Because truth be told, that's not really a conversation you need to be having with Goalie about money.
1: Which actually ties back to what you said in the beginning. Why is Goldie around so much? Now, and I, I'm, I'm starting to agree with you, Goldie, you looking a little suspect, boy. This what, this what's shit, going man. on? You know, yo, yo, initially I was like, okay, spiritualism. What, You know, because I'm into that. Okay, we're going to talk to the ancestors or something and we're going to come up with, you know, it's, it's going to be great. And then, girl,
0: better. Now. Do we want to talk about the goalie and Tamar conversation? Yes. And kind of just wrap it yeah. up. Okay. So production, you ain't shit for your editing because y'all had us thinking that Tamar was getting ready to go off and drag mm-hmm. and just pay dust mm-hmm. and just they all heard. these different mm-hmm. things. And that was like a total 360 of actually what happened. So I didn't like that. Um, but what I did like was that, even though Tamar was late to the party in this thinking, she realized what she did in Atlanta and she apologized for it in a way. I like that. I like that she reassured Goli that this is what she wants to do. She Mm -hmm. understood how that came off, Mm -hmm. her interactions with David. And it gives you the impression that there was a conversation with David that we weren't privy to. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting. I didn't like the fact how they made it seem like goalie was sitting there for hours or an hour waiting on Tamar. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that was Tamar the way that that was set up. It was like, it was almost as if production told Tamar, Hey, we got some setting up to do, you know, we'll call you when we're ready. And I think that was done on purpose. And I, I think it was done to make, Tamar looked bad on purpose mm. because even though Tamar has had people waiting on her throughout these episodes, they've always been at home. Yeah. So, and there's always been distractions. So in this last scene, the only distraction there was, was production setting up stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I don't like the way that that was edited. I don't think that that was a true edit. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if you can, if you're sitting at a table if you're sitting at a table and you see the person that you're supposed to be meeting, why wouldn't you just get your happy ass up and tap them on the shoulder, to be like, hey, girl, mm-hmm. what's going on? Something. Right. So that was just weird. Um, but I like the way that Tamar handled this. I
1: think, yeah. I, in, I, in
0: terms of her conversation with Goalie. And this would have been a perfect opportunity for Goalie to be like, hey, girl, not sure if you know, but I got an office space off of, oh, I don't know, Wilshire. Exactly. You know, let's set up some some structured time so that we could really get into this work. Mm-hmm. That was a perfect opportunity for Goalie to say that. She missed that opportunity. She was more interested on lightweight bashing David. Mm-hmm. And I like how... I handled that way better than I would have handled that. If somebody had been trying to like lightweight, low-key bash my husband... Excuse me? You said what? Like listen turn
1: the cameras off you right. say what bitch right right, what? right
0: right right turn these cameras right. off i'm about to go
1: this bitch's ass
0: what you say yo? Right. alright <laughs> right i'm not getting ready to sit up here and act like i'm just hood gully because i'm not
1: right but still but
0: one thing i will tell you is is that i will fucking drag you about my family mm-hmm. about my husband period you will leave here with no edges and feel <laughs> like a dementor that took your soul <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's what I know I can do mm-hmm. but she handled that way better than she me did. she was just like but I love David
1: I love me some David and
0: she handled that. <laughs> and that and that was all she had to say Yeah, and I love her for that she was better than me in that moment yeah, she fin- I, she, yeah
1: I was the that she definitely finessed that mm-hmm. um, I and I agree I really like that she kind of shut her down but she shut mm-hmm. her down in a really good way mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that she should have been, or what is it, what I'm trying to say? I don't feel like she should have took ownership of the situation completely. Like she's apologizing for David, which I guess that's normal too, I guess. But oh. the way that Goldie kind of tried to spin it out of the little comments is that David is the reason why right. she feels that the whole situation is her fault. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I
0: don't, I, don't I didn't take it that way. What I took it as is that. What I took it as is that something that we, Black Americans, do all the time when we deal with white people and trying to explain our idiosyncrasies and the things that we do in the Black community, and I think that Tamar picked up on on the fact that Goldie may not be, you know, grounded in in Christianity, Mm -hmm. and contrary to proper belief it's a lot of non-blacks that don't get off into the church like that mm-hmm. so I think what it was is that she picked up on it and she tried to explain mm-hmm. why there's so much pushback mm-hmm. and why this is an important thing mm-hmm. and why she's being questioned I, and I think that's that's what I got from Tamar is that not that she was trying to make excuses for David or to basically explain that david probably is not the only person that had a problem with this mm-hmm. that's black that's what i got from that um and i i don't think that Goldie really i still don't think Goldie really got it and she i think she was just so offended and then that caused me to wonder well like well why is christianity offending you you know what i'm saying it always clashes with science so unless of course what you do is just not really a again i'm gonna go
1: back to saying the fact you 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 did you were not properly trained in this field because i feel like if you were these conversations especially if your market includes black people in any capacity you are prepared for these conversations Mm
0: -hmm. and this is a hard question but based off of what we've seen so far do you see anything right now that could possibly really truly trigger Tamar to have the episode that she had?
1: That is a really hard question because the way she's going now, it's kind of more, I'm in work mode Mm -hmm. and she has a lot more control Mm -hmm. and she's definitely more focused than she did Mm -hmm. she started so I don't I don't know especially how how she dealt with Goldie Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so I I don't know even when how she dealt with David like that wasn't a screaming Mm -hmm. match she really was trying Mm -hmm. to prevent any further damage Mm -hmm. you know so I don't I don't think I think it's going to be very hard and they're going to have to drum up some weird out of the way something that we don't see coming in order for them to really pull off the narrative that i think they're trying to pull off because i don't see it coming because yeah. she's been so level mm-hmm. that it's ridiculous she's you know and she's in a, a a good space in a sense too because she's been performing she's getting the relationship is not as mm-hmm. bad to where she's not getting ready for this nigga's boy mm-hmm. birthday so um i feel like she's turning in the right direction um i do feel like there is going to be something i just don't know what it is mm-hmm. that's going to throw but i don't know how she's going to handle it honestly because she's changed a little bit
0: right I I think that, because I think the narrative that we have been trying to spin is that, and I could be wrong, but it seems like the narrative they've been trying to spin is that Tamar had a breakdown or Tamar had issues because of this show, because of some things that were shown in this show. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if she had a breakdown because we did not give her final approval for the edits and she didn't know what was gonna be in those edits because they this was actually supposed to premiere back in april but like so many other things everything got pushed back because of the plague that we're in Mm -hmm. but at the same time we don't know if that's truly the reason why things got pushed back Mm -hmm. and we've seen the the slip of production we've seen production slip showing so now with the fucked up edits, it's making me question the order in which things have been presented to us. Mm-hmm. Um, it is making me really question that, and it's 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 looking like they went hard in the paint to make her look bad. Mm-hmm. And so, so it makes me wonder, you know, what actually was it that she perceived, or what actually caused her really to have this episode because for all we know and and again i could be wrong please drop down in the comments let us know how you feel about the episode and how things are unfolding Mm -hmm. if you think i mean i don't have a problem if you don't agree with us you don't agree with us i don't have a problem with it i can be very civil Mm -hmm. but from the things that i've read now i'm not professing to say i've read everything but the things that i've read they indicate that this was the reason for her episode but we don't know specifically what exactly transpired with weed to make her go this route, and we don't know exactly what truly transpired with David to cause them to break up and have the issues that are going on with them
1: now let me know if you heard this or not but I heard one of the reasons was is because they wouldn't let her out of her contract but i don't know how true that is um i don't know if that was enough for her to want to commit suicide but that that's something i heard is that she they wouldn't let her out of her contract and she wanted out i mean eventually she did obviously that
0: that could okay so i've heard that but it makes me it, it brings up another question for me and that is is that was the contract with we or was the contract with mona scott young Mm -hmm. because and i asked this very specifically because it's common knowledge that monique slaughter has been trying to get off of love and hip-hop hollywood for fucking ever so she's kind of known for holding them damn contracts pretty Mm -hmm. tight mona is so Is it a situation where Tamar kind of got duped into a contract with Mona? Because as I've said before, because this is what I've read, she never wanted to do production with Mona. So is it a matter of her contract with we, or she has a contract with Mona? Mm -hmm. Or is it both? That will be my question. Um, I'm going to go with this was a concession I think that she probably asked to be out of her contract with we before I don't think that she probably wanted to do Broxton family values but I hear that they're coming back in November I don't know if Tamar is going to be a part of that or not but that's what I heard this week that they're coming back in November Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a matter of did they truly let you out of the contract or did they just let you out of the contract for this particular show?
1: Mm-hmm. True. We don't know. I you don't, know, like know. we said, drop a comment. Let us know what you think.
0: Yes. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Hit the bell so you can be notified when I upload these. I do try to upload these as soon as I can, you know, get done editing. It's a mm-hmm. one-woman show over here with the exception <laughs> of my co host Elir. Hey so um, if you have any questions concerns comments you can always reach us at streamingwildblack@gmail.com. at gmail.com you can also follow us on Facebook please do or on Instagram at streamingwhileblack we also have a Twitter page now I mean oh. it, it looks a little lonely I mean because <laughs> I don't really like Twitter that, like that but it's there um, so the Twitter handle is a little different it's at streaming wild. Okay, and of course I can be reached on Instagram only if you do some sleuthing you could probably find me on Twitter but <laughs> it's a waste of your fucking time because I don't comment I just scroll okay <laughs> um, at Shay Maria so that's C-H-A-E Maria and Tay-Tay do you want to be found or you still want to be anonymous
1: anonymous for the moment
0: okay so he's anonymous so again you could drop down in the comments uh, if you're watching this on YouTube and i do respond we do respond to the comments Mm -hmm. as long as they are civil and they make sense and also and i don't
1: know you might end up editing this out anyway but if there's any shows that you recommend us check out let us know um we are open to suggestions because you know we like to run our mouths
0: yes we do yes we do
1: so drop it in the comment if you think that there's a show that we might be interested in um reviewing we're open to it
0: yes also we are on iTunes, iPad, uh, iTunes Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to us. While you work, right now in this flag, most of y'all are working from home. Go ahead and listen. Drop us with a uh, five-star review so you can let people know that you like what we do, and we can continue doing this for you. All right. So, anything else?
1: No, that do it.
0: Are we done and finished?
1: We over and done, honey. Over and done. (laughs) All right,
0: we are done. Till
1: next time, (laughs) y'all.